0: Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. I am so excited because I have Alexa Matthews from at EatingNYC on The Vibe. And I'm so excited to talk all things food blogging, inspiration, passion, how COVID has affected the food industry, and how it's coming back. Alexa, I'm so excited to have you on The Vibe. Could you please introduce yourself?
1: So I'm Alexa. That's so funny when there's two Alexas here. <laughs> I'm so happy to be on your podcast today. Um, A little bit about me. I grew up in New York City, so I've been here pretty much my whole life except for college um, when I went to Trinity College in Connecticut.
0: Um, Yeah. Awesome. So, like, tell us who you were pre-eating, like, pre-food blogger. Like, what was your jive before you figured out that this was, or were you always, like, from a kid on, like, interested in this?
1: Um, so I definitely was someone who was always really passionate about food, like I would get really, really excited when I had a great meal, i would talk about it, um, for way too long, but <laughs> quickly, when I finished college, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to do something more on the creative side, um, so I started out as a lifestyle writer, um, for a website called Guest of a Guest.
0: Oh, I know and Guest I- of a Guest. Is
1: that, really? is that's Liv Perez's? I don't know. I think so. I um, but basically I was writing about everything. I fell in love with writing about restaurants. I thought it was so fun. And it was just around the time when Instagram started becoming popular. So I was like, okay, look, I'm gonna like go to this restaurant I wrote about and take a picture because like that's what people are doing now. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start a food Instagram account. Um, not knowing obviously that it could turn into a career or that that I could monetize it in any way. Um, So I started that like a few months after graduating college. Um, Long story short, I from there worked in the hospitality industry. Um, Then in 2016 I started doing this full-time.
0: That's amazing and what was it like like How are you able to transition to be a freelance food blogger and like totally create like what are the partnerships that I've I'm only a yoga influencer so I have no idea what it would you know what I mean like what it would mean do you partner with restaurants do you partner so
1: I partner mostly with brands. Um, so basically, I mean, the industry, total, like I totally grew with the industry. Like when I started, the term influencer like really wasn't a thing. Like mm-hmm. sponsored content wasn't a thing. Like brands would send me stuff, I would post it. And then like over time, the industry just evolved. I would be getting NDAs, I'd be getting 10-page contracts. Like I had to come up with an LLC. Like all this stuff kind of started unfolding. Um, as I started it, which I always say is so cool and I'm so grateful that I got to kind of grow with this industry, but basically I kind of got to a point where I was, I realized that I could make more money doing eating NYC than sitting at my desk job. And that was kind of like the pivotal moment where I was like, I need to grasp this opportunity while I can and, um, do what I can with it. Um, and I never really look back I mean it's
0: crazy that it's been four years now so very grateful for that's, my job that that I mean I have been looking at your account for a really long time and I'm always so inspired and I'm somebody who once upon a time tried to make a food blog by food blog I mean food Instagram it literally lasted two days because I was like this is just so much work so I do have a highlight on my Insta that's like food that I love but like I thought I was I thought I could be a better photographer, better something and I just couldn't. So that's why I'm like there is a really huge art to it. So it actually leads me to my next question because I don't think it's easy. I think it's actually really hard to photograph food. I actually find it very difficult. I'd rather photograph my yoga poses than like for some reason I end up going 360 around a table to try to find what's best and it doesn't work for me. But I've I admire you so much because I'm like how does she do it? I want to eat what she's eating. So you become so successful at this in the most humble way. What's your secret? And don't give everything away, obviously, because people need to work for that. But what would you say your secret has been to becoming pretty successful in this industry?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think I have a secret. I mean, I definitely, I have to give everyone credit in the influencer space. I think it's so hard. And I think we've all been put under a microscope, especially, um, in the last year. I think it's just been crazy for everyone. But, um, you know, I think just being really passionate about what I do, being kind of in the right place at the right time, kind of like luck meets preparedness. You know, I was kind of ready. Um, I was really committed. I had a niche of what I wanted to share with my audience, and I was really able to take advantage and, you know, make a business out of it. So um, obviously, if you're passionate about what you do and truly love it, I think that people really see that and that it goes a long way.
0: And I have to give you mad props for saying something that uh, just struck me, and that was that you have to give most influencers credit during this time because I actually feel most influencers don't give any influencers credit because they don't feel that there's enough space. And recently I've been saying to people that there is so much space for all of us. We all have something different to offer. So I really thought that was – that's kind of part of a secret sauce of yours. You know that there's room for all of you, which is like a really beautiful thing because a lot of people – you know, feel initial competition right away. So, for you to say, like, for everyone working on this, it's, you know.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we're all different people and we all offer something different. So, Absolutely.
0: totally. Absolutely. So, I have a question. Do you get invited to eat places? I really, again, don't know much about the food influencer life other than that I follow them <laughs> for <laughs> recommendations and whatnot. But what is it like? Like, when you, like, what is that world like besides the brand aspect?
1: Um. Yeah, so a lot of invites, a lot of deliveries, gifting, kind of, it's honestly overwhelming.
0: Uh, sure, uh, it's food, so it's different. It has to, like, be eaten. <laughs> yeah.
1: Overwhelming, definitely. I mean, before uh, COVID, it was a lot more restaurant invites. Restaurants still do that, but I, I would say it overall, like, people ask me that question all the time, and, you know, my answer is that I'm pretty selective about where I go, Um, You know, I do my research before I go to a restaurant and I you know pick places that I'm pretty sure I know I'm gonna like because I don't want to put myself in a position where I go there And then I don't like it and then I'm in an awkward position and then the restaurant I don't want to let them down. So I'm usually pretty picky about where I go and I usually don't accept like 90 plus percent of the invitations um
0: Were you always like that, though? Like, even when you were first in the space? Because I know myself, when I was first in the yoga space, I I always said yes, even when it was, like, the not best event.
1: (laughs) I would have said yes a lot more, but I think learning no is one of the most important lessons that I've learned um, and that I'm still learning. Like, you know, just learning to say no to people and things and that it's okay. Um, But that, because the more you say no, the more you kind of, stepping stone to the next kind of place and
0: people recognize your value exactly exactly so obviously i have to mention covid and especially since you're part of the food industry so since restaurants were highly affected by covid how has this changed the food restaurant industry i'm sure that you know much more about this than me or what we hear in just the news
1: Yeah. So obviously that's a loaded question. I mean, I'm sure, you know, the restaurant industry has just suffered tremendously and it's suffered more than, you know, any other industry like hotels and airlines which received huge sums of money from the government. Um, unlike the restaurant industry who just received, you know, loans that go directly to the employees, So the actual restaurants are really suffering. Um, and it's just, a whole disaster with like the landlords and the rent, and I mean, from what I've seen, it's like really case by case situation on how nice people's landlords are. But um, yeah, it's been really hard. I mean, they predicted that by like January, something like eighty percent of restaurants will close. I don't think that's the case, but they are really suffering. Really good staple New York restaurants have closed. Um, but you know, I'm I'm hopeful that that we can kind of recover from this i think new yorkers are really resilient and i think new yorkers do really rely on their restaurants um, they do for for everything i mean especially now we count on our restaurants for all of our social activity you can't really go to a bar like everyone's just every social activity revolves around eating out so um i hope i hope that you know, we're allowed to go up to 50%. And I hope people who are comfortable actually go and dine in the restaurants because th- these are those people's livelihood. And, you know, we have to keep the industry alive.
0: Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with that. And, you know, on the topic of COVID, do you, has it majorly affected you? or Are you still able to do just as much like food blogging and working with brands. And because I have heard, I've had so many guests on here that I've actually been like, you know, this hasn't been the most suffering moment for me. And I only say this to you specifically because you're on the other side of it. You don't work specifically in a restaurant. So I'm just curious for you as a food blogger, has this been like a huge downfall? Are you like, I've worked the same way we were talking about my, my, my doing yoga digitally and that it was hard at first, but it has come full circle now.
1: Right, so I would say definitely, I mean, from a restaurant perspective, that part, I mean, I don't really make money from restaurants, right. but that part hasn't really suffered because I can, obviously I didn't go to restaurants as much, or a restaurant as much, so like, I guess content is hard, but from a business perspective, it's definitely suffered. I think, you know, I work with big brands, a lot of brands either pause their budget um, or cut their marketing budget, so yeah, like, you know, come like March 15th, they had like a ton of projects in the works that were like, okay, we're gonna have to pause or cancel this now. And like that sucked. And then, you know, things started picking up again in May. And then of course, you know, when the riots and all that happened, brands were, you know, rightfully so being sensitive and cautious and put things on hold again. So like, it was kind of like another halt. Um, But I'm grateful that, you know, since August, then um, September, they, you know, I've, I even up to last week have had projects that were paused or canceled, pick back up again or start again. So um, now I'm at a point where um, I'm I'm busy and I'm so happy and grateful for that. But obviously, you know, it's going to be a loss for this year for sure. And yeah. I think that's case with any business and any business owner, even if you're so busy now, you're not going to make up for.
0: I mean, that I time. think I think one thing you and I can both relate on is. Yoga and food and people love to work out and people love to eat and uh, We were just talking about how I feel I don't feel like my business has suffered But I would be lying if I said at first I wasn't like what is gonna what what's gonna go on like like what is gonna happen and obviously things have changed and people have changed and taken a hold of things. But, you know, it was important for me to mention that because, one, I do hope people listen to this and continue to order and support restaurants because that's what I do all the time. And, you know, I'd be so sad if Momoya closed. (laughs) You know, there are obviously so many things that I would be so sad if they closed. And, you know, I... I know so many people are going through a financial time but the power of tipping really matters especially right now and the power of just like, if you can give something please do, it's just such an important time, especially again like you said people rely on, we need food to live we need food to live <laughs> um, so They're not I'm, comfortable like eating
1: out at a restaurant like an order and like the ways that you can support them So I couldn't
0: agree more and I, and I feel the exact same way, I feel like I have yet to dine in, but that doesn't mean I won't eventually maybe try it. Um, I'm about to fly for my first time next week, so we'll see what that is like. I drove my mom to the airport, and it was entirely desolate, and I've never seen that in my life. So we'll see. That'll be, like, my first time really entering, you know, a first, not going to say germ, but a place that I haven't, like, you know...
1: I'm,
0: I'm going to go to Atlanta. Oh, right. You mentioned. Yeah. Atlanta. I just want to be like out of these like three major states for uh, the election. But that's that's for another conversation. But if I want to switch. Ge- what were you going to say?
1: If you need food racks for Atlanta.
0: Oh, my God. I do. Uh, yeah. OK, good. I'll I do. It. I do. I would fucking love that so much. Oh, Lindsay, if you're listening, I hope you know none of these restaurants. <laughs> um. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit because you know, it's really important to mention COVID and I do want people to hear about how restaurants have been affected besides just seeing it online or like seeing Instagram posts of like, save this or save that or like, let's do this. Felt like it was since I had you here, I was thought it was really important to get that from you. So thank you very much for that. But I want to switch gears a little bit. What's your favorite food and what restaurant would you tell someone who's their first time going to New York City?
1: Um, so I have a go-to answer for this because (laughs) like a lot, it's so hard to pick a favorite restaurant, but, um, probably pasta is my favorite food. Um, and I love Lartuzzi.
0: Mmm. Lartuzzi is so good. So, so, so good. And another major question I had is what has been the biggest, um, accomplishment you've had while doing eating NYC? In your opinion, it doesn't have to be what someone else thinks, what you, like, maybe a dream goal that you had that you did accomplish with a brand.
1: Um, I guess I can say two things that I was really proud of. One was when I was listed, um, in Adweek's top 20 people in food with, like, really awesome people like Anthony Bourdain. That oh was, like, a Oh, my God. Huge... Yeah, to be on that list, that was, like, a really big deal for me. Um... And then I would say the project that I'm most proud of was a project that I did with Chase. Um, like two years ago, it was like a huge um, campaign where, um, you know, I did a lot of posts and stuff, but I also did a huge digital ad with VaynerMedia um, that was like posted all over the internet. And it was like a huge production team. And it was just a really large, integrated project, like, much bigger than anything I've ever done before, um, and it was such a reputable brand, so that felt
0: really cool. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm one of those people who, like, I worked with, my, my proudest moment is working with Adidas, and, like, I just think it's such an important question to ask, especially not just during this time, but during this time, because we've all lost a little momentum, so it's, like, nice to just be, like, no, no, no. I have it together. It's just the world right now, you know? So that says, like, tell me about one of your most proud moments because I just think it's – I like to lift people up. That's what the vibe is for. It's, obviously, it's high highs, high low lows, but it's important to say that. So before we wrap this up, for all those who can't really understand the restaurant food industry, can you give us some insight on how to really help? Believe me, I'm a big supporter. Like, my, I don't even want to show you what my, like, deliveries look like. But for people who really don't understand and like can't seem to understand how to support, how can we be of more help? Because we know we know we know that this could happen again and we know that this is this is something that moving forward we now know is a possibility that things will be closed before our eyes. So how can we be as supportive right now in your
1: Definitely I mean, I think the biggest thing I could say, and I was on a panel last week with some, you know, restaurateurs, and they said something similar, and it really resonated with me, so I'll say it again, but it's really just to be an advocate for the restaurant industry. So, what that means is, you know, you go on, there's a huge, um, I guess, force that was created called Roar, and they have petitions on their website. Um... And you know they're looking to pass all these rights for restaurants. So I would you know recommend going on there if you haven't signed some of those. It takes one minute to do, Um and just in general like be an advocate. You know if there's a restaurant that you love or restaurants that you love, follow them on social media. You know repost their story. It's it's little things, but you know if you get if you get them one more order, like everything helps, right? Like totally. you don't have to order But. Know just be a general advocate for these things, and of course, like um, order in, do take out, like dine in if you're comfortable, like all those things. A lot of restaurants now have like transformed into like supermarkets and selling their olive oil, their tomato sauce. Like, there are a lot of different ways you can support restaurants. So, um, you can buy a meal and donate it to a hospital. There's just so much you can do, and obviously, um, there's obviously. Only so much each person can do, but definitely, you know, if you want to help, there are plenty of ways to do that in every meal and everything you do counts, so, um,
0: yeah. I love that. Thank you. I just feel like that's important because people, do, I see people reposting, but I feel like, you know, coming from your lips, I feel like it was just an important, many people that I know follow you, so I'm like, guys, hear her, and like, I want you to hear her advice, and I want you to take that and go running with it because, New York is not dead. Hate
1: <laughs> when people say that. It would get me, get me so angry. I was like, no, it's not, and it's really not. If you go out now, you'll see. Like the streets are busy, the restaurants are busy. Um, people are really just, you know, living in the moment. And I think that's what we all need to do right now. Is just appreciate that we are able to do all these things right now. And it may change again in a few weeks, but you know, we need to. I think that's one of the most valuable lessons that we've learned in this time.
0: I couldn't, being in the present, and I couldn't agree more at all whatsoever. Um, before I wrap this up, what would you tell your 15-year-old self? <laughs> oh, God. <bad>. Um, <laughs> what
1: was I in, like, 10th grade,
0: 11th grade? Probably, um, yeah. High school, for sure.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like probably just not to worry so much i felt like i was like so many people always worrying about school and college and you know everything works out and i think if you like work hard and just enjoy your life like things just work out for you and you shouldn't worry so much i know that's vague but like that's the best advice i could probably give myself it's,
0: it's the truth and i ask everybody that and they're like I wish I didn't worry so much because I spent so many years worrying and when I could have, you know, crafted more. But I think worry is also a driving passion, you know? That's true, too. It's but true, too. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, I literally, like, feel like I, like, broke an arm and a leg trying to figure out what I should be doing or how to do it.
1: <laughs> it matters. Like, you realize it now. Like, it doesn't None of it really mattered, like, so much. Literally,
0: I love how we're both looking up at the sky. We're like, none of it matters. (laughs) And that's the thing about, like, this timing of, like, everything. It's like, we don't know what matters, but what matters is the now. That's all we can control. It's like, we don't know what tomorrow is. Yesterday happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no one has the answers. Like, usually you can, like, ask, like, an expert for advice, but, like, no
0: one knows. So, like. We're all in the same boat, not knowing. Which is, crazy. <laughs> which is crazy but also kind of comforting to me that no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> For right. some reason I'm like, I'd rather no one know than someone have an answer, like, because it's just so crazy. <laughs> okay. So Saying that out loud is like wild.
1: Like just no one knows no know anything. Like
0: it's crazy. <laughs> and what would you tell someone getting into the food blogging industry?
1: Um, but like, advice, I would say.
0: Yeah,
1: advice. Um, I would say, like, with anything, you have to be, you know, passionate. You have to have a niche. You have to be doing it for the right reasons. I think people go into food blogging or blogging in general just because they think it's something fun or cool to do. And, like, it is fun, and I love what I do so much. But if you're not passionate about it, And if you don't really enjoy it, like, it's not going to work out. You know, like, I think this is the case for, like, all influencers. Like, you think it, like, looks so fun. But, like, there's a lot of work. Like, I'm sitting behind a computer screen for hours at a time, late at night, like, editing things, responding to emails. Like, um, it's a job like any other. So, like, if you want to be successful at it, you really have to be passionate
0: and be willing to put in the work. I love that. And I totally agree with you on that. I feel like, again... Not to relate myself to anything, but you really got to put yourself out there if you really want to get results. Even being in a digital world, if you hadn't put yourself out there before, it's not really going to happen now. You know what I mean? Right. And you have to be
1: willing to change. I mean, the industry, I'm sure, like, you know, like, there's always new things. Like, there's Instagram Reels. Like, there's this. There's that. You have to be like, okay, well, now I have to learn about this thing and You have, like, you know, you have to just be, like, always it
0: and grow. oh reels i can't seem to do it <laughs> so i don't think
1: people really get this stuff. i just
0: don't know how to do, like i would i would love to send you videos of me trying and it's truly <laughs> like like it's it's truly just pathetic but one day i'll learn one day i'll learn it's like tiktok it okay. took me a minute I was just going to say, like, I, like, watch, like, people
1: do TikToks. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that trick. And they're on a video. And, so I'm, like, they're I'm, like, taking advice from a 13-year-old boy.
0: <laughs> it's so crazy how talented they are. They like, really are. Like, I'm it's sorry, cool. but, like, this one thing of, of someone, like, they change their outfits. They're in, like, pajamas. And they'll, like, throw their boots. And then they're in, like, a glam outfit. I'm like, I get it. I understand how you're doing this. But I have no idea how you're doing this. It's <laughs>
1: Great. And it just, you have to have a lot of patience. They're really talented. Like all the transitions like, forget on the dancing. I'll never be able to do that. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, they're really talented. No, Maybe the I- transitions are mad. I'm really like, I understand why there's like a hype house and like all of these like content creation houses. Cause they really do like something so different. Yeah. They yeah. really, really do. They've really like, changed the game a little.
1: Totally, yeah. So you can always
0: learn something from them. Absolutely, literally. My sister, if she would hear this, she's obsessed with TikTokers. She'd be like, you can learn a lot from a TikToker. I
1: love TikTok.
0: (laughs) I'm all for it. All right, well, anything that you want to add on your own that you think would be, you know, something that I didn't mention that you would think that you want other people to know? Just before I wrap this up. I feel like we
1: covered so many topics. I mean... It just, I mean, I know this is supposed to be, like, uplifting, and I just feel like it should no, be. No, it can be, be
0: as, it doesn't have to be uplifting. This can be oh, a I want
1: it to be. I, like, <laughs> I just feel like you read so many things right now, and you watch the news, and everything is, like, negative, and it's so easy to be bugged down. Um, but it's all going to be okay somehow.
0: I really love that you said that because even when we started, I was like, October is supposed to be the worst month. And for you to just say it's going to be okay, I feel like everyone needs to hear that. And I'm going to leave that on that because I've been teaching since 5 a.m. and I'm famished. And obviously I'm talking to the the amazing food blogger that is you. So, you know, I just want to thank you for coming on here and giving us a piece of that, you know, food industry advice because I think it's such a major part of, you know, the crisis that we're going through right now it's not just COVID. it's not just this it's we're all everyone's struggling in some way and i think we're all doing a lot to try to make it work and be really really strong but it's important to have people on here who are way more educated on this than i could ever be you know i try my best in my own little ways but you've actually you know been headfirst in this industry for a while so i appreciate you giving us all of that and Guys, if you don't follow her already, you must at Eating NYC. definitely, especially if you're a New York city or You must, you must, you must. And Alexa, thank you so much for coming on here. Like, you really are such a light and a joy. And I'm looking at her kitchen and it's like so well-organized. And <laughs> I'm like, it's like so nice. And I hope to one day have a kitchen like that. Oh my God. Uh, Say hi. Oh, my God. What, what's your name? Cosmo. Oh, my God. Cosmo? Oh, my God. She's showing me. What kind of dog? Like a? Poodle. So cute, guys. Like a redheaded poodle. I can't even handle. Thank
1: you so much. It's been so, so nice talking
0: to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on The Vibe. I really appreciate it. And everyone have a wonderful day.